Hello everyone, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Love a la Dijonese. We are incredibly, but seriously, this time and this week I'm talking seriously. We are incredibly happy to be back here in another Friday, another weekend, because today I think, and I will even dare to say that it's one of the most important and impressive episodes we have had so far. First of all, we're going to introduce, of course my girlfriend, and the one that is on the other side of the planet right now. Sam, welcome, and how are you? Hello, everyone. I'm fine. How are you, my love? I'm fine, thank you. As I said, I'm incredibly happy. Are you happy too? Yes, I'm happy. Today we have a special guest on the episode. Exactly. Guys, today we are having our first guest of the whole podcast. It's an honor for us to have her here. Because you're going you're gonna to see what we are talking about. Even for us, it was so impressive when we were reading her CV. First of all, she's a really nice friend of mine. But secondly, it's impressive. She's younger than us and she has done way more things than us. But we're going to pass to start introducing her. So um, it's an honor to introduce to Paulina Marin, my dear pal. Pau, for those of you, uh, she's from my same major, for, but from another university, from International Business Administration by Pan American University. If you are from Mexico, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, also, she's the director of the Open Innovation Garage Startup, which is a lot. Also, she's a speaker and she has her own coaching program, which is amazing. Besides that, she has her own TED Talks by the Pan American University. She has, and listen to this, she has participated with several universities around the world, like Foster Business School in Seattle, the University of Georgetown. Also, uh, she won a competition. She participated in a competition in Vancouver. Also, she participated in the Netherlands. Also, she has worked with the Strasbourg Business School, which is in France. And she won the prize of the Ceneval that if you are from Mexico, you know, it's uh, one of the most, if not the most important exam of the whole country, which is amazing. So it's an honor. And Sam is going to make us the honor to introduce her. Yes. Well, welcome, Paulina, to our podcast. How are you today? Hey guys, how are you? I'm so, so excited to be here with you today. Oh my God, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast. Well, thank you for accepting and it's an honor to have you because as we like saw on your CV, you, you've done some amazing things and we were like, oh my God, she has done a lot. She's younger than us, so yeah, amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're so nice. So it's basically unbelievable, and it's an honor for us to have you here in the podcast. And the reason for all of you guys that you are listening to us, the reason why we brought Pau, besides she is a great friend of mine, as I said already, she has done so many things, and she has so many things to share with all of you guys that we think that you can find a great motivation out of her with so many things she has done. So basically, that's the idea. We're going to talk about her. We're going to talk about all the journey she has followed so far. And, of course, we're going to start with all... Well, it's just so hard to say because the thing is, like, everything she has done is so amazing. But it was actually so hard to choose, like, the things that we wanted to talk. If not, the podcast was going to last, like, for three, four hours. But of course, we're going to start. And of course, um, we would like to start with one of the most shocking things that at least was to me at the beginning, Pau, and I think also to Sam when I told her, that is that you have your own TED Talk. Like if you ask me or Sam, I don't know about you, Sam, you're going to let us know. But like, I don't know anyone else in the world close to me that has its own TED Talk. Do you, Sam? Do you have? No. No, I don't know. I, it was very shocking to me. And when he said, oh, she has her own TED Talk, I'm like, okay. And then he like sent me the link and I watched it like two days ago, something like that. And I was impressed. I loved your TED Talk, by the way. It was amazing. Yeah. And um, I think my favorite part was when you were saying, because you, you're full of energy and not everyone tends to be like that. 
and people were start telling you that you were weird that that's not okay and all those things I, that was my favorite part because you were like but why I mean it's okay to be different you know and nothing's wrong with me so that was my favorite part when you were explaining yeah totally I think that um that part is really important um you know I think in in life society will, will want to put you like in different labels they want to tell you that you have to be this or that they want to define you in different concepts but sometimes when you are not into that concept if you don't fit in that kind of labels they are going to say that you're weird they're going to say that you're crazy and they are going to criticize you and to judge you and i think that's um, a really sad thing and it's something i have been dealing with in my whole life because um you know i am an intense person and you know that because that's the title of my ted talk <laughs> Yes. Yeah, of course, that's a title. <laughs> but yeah. also, I have a condition. I am a high sensitive, high sensitive person. So this is like this kind of condition mm -hmm. where I can feel a lot more than an average person. So I'm going to feel emotions very deeply, and I have this amazing capacity of empathy to like recognize the emotions of others and to understand what they're going through. And everything that I live, it's going to be like really, really big for me, really intense though. So I think that when you have like this kind of condition, you are going to start like feeling a little bit low because you are not going to fit in society and you have to, you're going to pretend to be something that you are not. And I think that's the main problem and something we have to start like making people aware of exactly yeah i yeah. agree and i feel like especially because let's say here in europe we're more open or we accept people more if they're different but with you in mexico since you know you're not as open-minded as we are and it's always like oh what society says it has to be like that or you don't like changes you know mexicans are afraid of changes and i feel like it's even harder for you being there because everyone likes to be the same and they don't like the the difference i mean they don't like that someone is different and i agree with you when you said you you need to um, make change on that because as we always mention on our podcast it's okay to be different we love that um, and what I think is also amazing because you said you have this empathy um, you know to feel to feel a lot and also you understand other people's feelings actually I read a book um, I finished reading a book last week that was talking about that that whenever we are with you know listening to someone or someone has problems you should like just sit there, listen, and, you know, support the person, not judge the person of their past or things that they've done or because they're different, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that sometimes we want to play different roles. Like if we were in a movie, society tells us like, oh, you have to be this, this, and this. And if you're not this, uh, you have a problem. So you're in school and you want to fit in with the popular kind of groups or you want to fit in with certain kind of people. And your family tells you like, hey, you have to be like this or like that. And and you have to like start having like this, all these internal conflicts because you are like, this is not my essence this is not who I am so every day it's, it's really you get tired every day of pretending to be someone that you are not and I was doing that for a long time because I was not embracing my emotion and I was not embracing my uniqueness and I think if there's a moment when you can get lost and I got lost I was in a very low point in my life where I didn't understand what should I do because I was starting to be alone because all my friends will leave me because they didn't understand me and I, I think that's the thing with society when when you are so different people tend to be intimidated if they don't understand you they they start to fear you so being alone is one of the main things and one of the main fears that we all have so when you are threatened to be alone because you are different you say okay I'm going to do anything whatever it takes so that I'm not alone so I think that a lot of people get lost in this fight. And I think a lot of people need to re start recognizing themselves and start accepting themselves because 
you know, you are so unique and you were brought in this world for a reason and you have to embrace that. In the moment that you start embracing all that makes you you, you're going to start being happy because um, I think that weird people are amazing. I am a weird girl <laughs> and it's okay for me, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm weird. And I'm not, I, I was like afraid to say that before because they were like, oh no, I'm normal, I'm sorry. And you have to like start apologizing, like, I'm sorry. And like whenever you start talking about one of your passions and you're still like, yeah, I love this. And you know, and your, your eyes start to shining and you start picking like faster and your hands, you're moving faster and stuff. And people start like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you okay? They're like, oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, is something wrong with you? Are you exactly. kidding me? Something? <laughs> oh my God. And that's so hard. No, I agree with you that once you start accepting yourself and that you're unique, that you're different, because as you said, like we're all unique and that's why we're here in this world. Once you start accepting yourself, I feel like others are going to see that you're okay in your own skin and that you don't care. And then they're going to be like, okay, but it's not that bad. I mean, she's fine. Nothing's wrong with her. She's just like that. And then others are gonna accept you yeah exactly also um i think like that happens to me maybe in a different way but i, I don't know if you have any idea of how many people have called me weird <laughs> like literally a lot of people have called me weird because i'm very spontaneous and random and i'm a guy that you can even ask some whatever i think or whatever that comes to my mind, I do it. Like, seriously, I do it. And they sometimes tends to be things so, I mean, so stupid things, but I do it because for me, that's fine. And, you know, and it's it's hilarious, it's funny and everything. <laughs> and actually, after a while, at the beginning, I was like, also some people that used to tell me, I was like, dude, why are you so weird? But after some time, I started realizing that my friends and my family, that they used to laugh about at, at me, you know, they were like, I started thinking, then that's why I'm weird, you know, and it's okay to be different, it's okay to be weird, because, for example, me, I know I make people laugh with all the spontaneous things that they come to my mind, and also, I think, I don't know if you ask Sam, but that was the first thing that she thought that it was attractive of me, because she used to laugh so many times about the things I used to say, that I don't know. You you can ask her. She has told me that. No, yeah, he was literally the the walking joke of the group in in Dijon in exchange because we were like a, a a big group, and him and like four other guys, two French and one Irish. They were like walking jokes. We used to laugh at them all the time, and I thought that was really cute because, you know, some let's say. Some guys, they need to put a lot of effort to make a girl laugh or whoever, not, not necessarily only the girl. But he's so spontaneous that he doesn't even have to try, you know? I, I think that's amazing, though. And actually, I was listening to one of your previous episodes of the podcast where you were talking about motivation, the motivation to be in a long-distance re relationship. And you were talking that one of your favorite songs is uh, Crazy. By Lost uh, Frequencies, Lost Frequencies, yeah. Oh, well, I love them. I love them. I freaking love them. <laughs> and I love that song also. And it talks about that. Like, what if they tell me I'm crazy? I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm going to give all of myself to all the people I love and to all the things that I do. And I think that's amazing. And I think that's really cute that you embrace that. And that, that is one of your favorite songs as you as a couple, because that defines you. And I think when when we start like loving these unique traits that other people have, this is as as you're an example. You're the, the perfect example. That is going to attract you. You're going to be attracted by, by them because it, there's like some some magic in in each of us when you start seeing like these sparks of light in, in each other. And I think that's beautiful. That's beautiful because that's what makes us huma humans. That's what makes humanity so so precious. Because imagine how boring it will be that everyone should be the same. That everyone starts like um, expressing the same way and that likes the same things. That should be so boring. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't like to be here in the world. You know. I agree because with reason we are unique and different. Because it would be boring and we all know that it's just like 
the question why the society usually tells you you're weird we don't want to hang out with you that's the question I still don't understand that probably because I don't know some people they don't want you to succeed because they see you're passionate about something um, or you might not be their personality which is totally fine but you don't have to judge someone for that you, you respect them it's as we always say but I hope that like in future world is gonna be more open and that we're gonna all embrace more you know the this uniqueness that we have yeah totally I think that's that's really 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 important because when when you start like helping others to feel comfortable in their own skins around you I think that's beautiful because if you are like okay you're in a safe space and I think that's really important to to tell others like you're in a safe place here with me you can express yourself you can be yourself and I'm, I'm not going to judge you because we're in a society that keeps judging you all the freaking time so when you let people be is when you like start to see the potential that other has and and I think that little by little when time comes you're going to find people like you because I was like feeling like so alone being a high sensitive person and I was like it's no one understands me and no one is like me but guess what after I did the TED talk I have received thousands of messages in on my Instagram and they are like, hey, I am an intense person too. Thank you very much for giving this talk because I don't feel alone anymore. And I think that's beautiful. And that's why I actually did the talk because I want people to know that it's okay to be different and you are not alone in the world. You're going to find your tribe. You're going to find the people that love that part of you. And we're going to start seeing all the intense people and the weird people and the crazy people around the world. We're going to start connecting with them. And I think that's kind of the revolution that I want to like make. That's amazing. Yeah, actually. And actually, that, that was one question that we wanted to know. Like, how was it that, I mean, TED Talk contacted you? You applied for something or how was it? It was a crazy process, actually. <laughs> Some people that uh, knew me back in college in Universidad Panamericana, they were a part of the committee that was organizing the TED Talks. And they were like, oh, Paul, you should, you should audition to the TED Talks. You need to be there. You have so much to express. And I was like, um, what I am going to say? Uh, like, I am not a pro. I don't have, like, a lot of degrees. I'm not a CEO, a millionaire person. And they were like, no, you should do it. And I was like, no, I don't have time for that because I, I was involved in a lot of activities in college. And actually, I was going to go to Vancouver to a competition, to a case competition. And I was, like, studying and preparing with my team. And I, I was like, mm, the dates are almost one day to another I have to start like preparing myself for the competition because that's my priority I don't have time to sit around and think what I'm going to talk for the audition from Ted and they were like you should do it you should do it you should do it and I am very thankful for for the ones that were <laughs> putting so much pressure on me because thanks to them I was like okay okay you know what I'm going to do it just because you are not leaving me alone and I want you to shut up so I'm going to do it but I, I didn't have the idea I didn't know what I was going to talk about so they were like hey here's the link go for it and your information and they're going to see you and for the audition you have up to three to five minutes to present your idea and you were going to be like filtered and selected among a lot of people to see if you were capable of um, giving a test so I was like damn I was like having a meal and I was eating with my family because I was going to the next day to Vancouver so I was like saying goodbye to them and all of this and then I, I had the audition I was like oh my god I have to leave I, this is the time for the audition I have to run back to college and I run back to college and I was going to and I was like oh my god I have 20 minutes 20 minutes and I didn't know how it was I was going to to express myself you know I was I wanted to talk about how I think people in society sometimes um, act like robots because we are living our vulnerability and our capacity of 
being empaths and we're like hiding that part of ourselves because it's not well seen anymore. And I just started like thinking of my main ideas and I went to audition and I just did it. And they were like, wow. So it was like all so natural for me because this is who I am. So it was actually pretty easy. And I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to pass. Actually, I went out of it and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I tried it. I am I am like really proud of myself for trying it. And that will be all. Let's see what happens. And when I was in Vancouver in the middle of the competition, I was like working and with my team and then um, an email arrived and I saw it and it was like, oh, congratulations, you were preselected to be on the TED Talks. And I was like, what? <laughs> because... Like literally mind-blowing. Yes, I was like, I was not <laughs> expecting this. I, I don't know how I'm going to give a TED Talk about this because I just expressed myself in three minutes, you know? Now I have to develop a talk about 20 minutes. I was like, how the hell I am going to do this? <laughs> I, that's that's the feeling actually that's the feeling of going out of your comfort zone yeah totally the imposter syndrome was yes. all over me telling me like oh you are not good enough like what are you going to talk about why anyone should listen to you you this weird girl of 21 years old like who are you to tell people how to be themselves and to have ideas in this forum that it's where you know to talk it's, it's Field with people that are so pro and in different areas and I was like feeling so little but I think that each of us has a message to give to others and if you have something to say you should say it. yeah I agree and as you said when after you gave the TED talk a lot of people messaged you on Instagram saying oh I'm I'm a high intense person as well I'm weird I have emotions like you I mean that you feel more than other people and with that you reached other people that were feeling alone and they thought oh I'm alone I'm weird I don't have anyone you know and that that's why you needed to that's what that was your destiny to give a TED talk yeah I can see it now I didn't see that before but it feels good you know it feels good to just go out and sometimes you have to be the voice so that others can start using their own voices because it's really you have a lot of fears when you're going to expose yourself like that on a platform like TED and it's like my video is going to be and YouTube, you know, a lot of people can see it. And there, I'm going, I, in, in my talk, I talk about the dark part of my history where I was depressed and where I was dealing with a lot of emotional problems with myself. And, you know, exposing yourself like that to the world is intimidating because a lot of people, I'm talking again about that, are going to judge you. And it's like being an open book. And I was like, I don't know if I am ready to take all that because a lot of people are going to like your talk. But also, I knew that a lot of people couldn't like my talk. And they were going to be like, oh, yeah, actually, you're crazy. And if you see the comments of the TED talk on YouTube, some people is like, oh, you should, you actually have a problem, girl. You should check yourself. Like, like damn. So I think that's, that's part of it. This. You're going to, if you're going to do something good, there's also going to be a scary part of it, but you have to embrace it. And if you see the cost benefit, you're going to see the benefit is way higher than the cost. And you should take that because it's worth it. It's worth it always to help others. Yeah, and take the positive out of the negative. Like, as you said, the comments, there were some comments that were, oh, you're crazy, you have a problem. Okay, fine. But there are more people that you inspired and that they said, oh, thank you for giving the talk. And positive, and then you, you focus more on that. And you feel better about yourself or you're like, oh, I helped someone and I feel it feels good to help someone, you know, and that they don't feel alone. They don't feel judged. And I think with time, you you just get used to those type of comments and you're like, you know what? You don't have to like me or I mean, 
even if you don't respect me, I don't care about you because you don't really know me, you know? And so. also, have in mind something, like, haters are always going to exist. And also, the thing is, like, as soon as you start being, like, a role model or you start appearing, you know, in the virtual world, the social media and everything, it's, like, it's like literally like a law. Haters are going to appear. Why? Because some people, <laughs> yes. it's just, un, un, literally, you, you just can't explain it. But some people, they just don't like and they won't like what you're doing. But the thing is, like, focusing on the good part, on the good stuff, you know, the things that they they make you grow, those things and those people that they support you and that they are listening actually to you, which is something amazing and very important. And also, yeah. not even on, only on social media, I feel like those people who work in an office and if you're more successful than your co worker or if you come up with a project idea, they're going to be like, they're going to hate you for that. But it's okay. I mean, at least you know that you're capable of doing it, that you're going to succeed and that's it. Sadly, haters are going to always exist, but we just have to live with it. Yeah, totally. And something that I'll always tell people when they want to start something new or to um, start a journey or start a project or give a, a TED talk also or something like that, they were like, oh, it's because I want to impact so much people. And I was like, hey, 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 like slow down. My mentality is if you help one, one person with just one person, it's totally worth it because you change a world because each person is a world. So you don't have to think about the numbers and the benefits and, oh, I want to be famous and I want to be a millionaire and I want to do this because it's going to be and to look so beautiful in my resume and my CV. It's like I want to put this on my LinkedIn. No, bro, like, <laughs> hold on. Like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Exactly, yeah, it doesn't yeah. work like that. You have to do it because you have the, the right reasons. Because you want to, to help others in a very sincere and pure way. And if you have this mentality from the beginning, then it's okay. I have given my TED talk. I was, I was invited to an event. And they were like, oh, can you like tell again your TED to these people? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I prepared myself. And I went there. And <laughs> you wouldn't believe what happened. But do you know how many... How many people showed up to to hear me? How many? <laughs> yeah, two people. Two, two people. Two? Yeah, I, I actually two. would expect more than I don't know thirty people, fifty people, if yeah. it was like a close event. Yeah, but they were only two. And at first, I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm leaving this place. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing." Like, two people. I was like, "This is so weird and uncomfortable." I was like, "Hi," you know. <laughs> but then I was like, "They are interested in listening to me, and they gave me their time." so that I could share my own experience and my emotions to them. So why I shouldn't think that they are important? They are important and they are my the most important person. And it doesn't, I, I was like trying to change my mentality. Like it's worth it. If you came here, thank you very much for coming here. And I don't care if we are just three <laughs> here <laughs> in the event. I'm going to give everything of me to you because this is who I am and, and you're worth it and you deserve this, you deserve the best of me. And I think that was a really big lesson for me, actually. And as you said, like, if you're going to impact one or two people, that's okay. Because like a number doesn't count as long as you make an impact at least one person, you know, and, and I feel like once you start having that mentality, as you said, you're gonna, it's more, most likely you're gonna succeed more rather than when you're like, oh, I need to have this huge amount of people listening to me, blah, blah, because no, no one starts like that. It, it, it's like that, you know? So. Every, everyone starts from scratch, basically. Like, after you work hard is when numbers come, but actually, that, that's very true what you say. Like, literally, as long as you impact just one person, 
you should be happy because impacting someone's per, I mean someone else's life is a lot seriously a lot like being meaningful to someone it's already like a huge prize that you can receive so that's very very important and actually something that we wanted to share also with people Sam is super interested about it when I told her is that well the fact that you besides that you have your own TED talk you also, you worked hard during some time. I have no idea how long you worked on it because, of course, it was a secret. And when you when you say it out loud to the world, I was like, um, wait, what? <laughs> like, you seriously. But the thing is, like, guys, she has her own coaching program. But not also that. Also, something's very interesting listening on something. You also, well, as you guys know, and I consider it actually, is that Nowadays, we're living and we're in the middle of, an, of a, I will even call it another women revolution, that you are fighting for equality, for respect, and for everything. And you are supporting a lot of girls out there to get motivated and to believe that they can be the best they can and that they can actually be better than men, which is something amazing, something that I seriously love. I'm a guy, and I seriously love the idea that you are empowering girls for that. So the question here is, how did you come with the idea that you wanted your own coaching program that I, for what I understand, is not only for girls, it's also for men, but you started your first one, you started with only girls, which is amazing because yes. you want to empower girls. Actually, I'm saying this because I tried, I tried to participate with Pau, but of course, like she, she was focusing only on, on girls and everything, which is amazing. And I'm super happy and I'm very proud for you. But the thing is, like, how did you come with this idea of forming your own coaching program? And how is it that you empower girls? How do you impact girls' lives? You know, with my group of friends, I was all the time the person that gave the advice. That, oh, I have a problem. And I was the going-to person to help them. They were like, oh, I don't know who I should talk about. And they were like, oh, talk to Pau. And when someone <laughs> The like, psychologist of the group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right I'm like, yeah, tell me about you. Tell her, uh-huh, yeah, okay, okay girl, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I love being like that, you know? And I was just doing because I am like that. I, you know, I like to help people and I like to give advice. And also when someone had like an idea and they were like, Pau, I don't know how to do this and I don't know about business and stuff. Can you help me? I was like, yeah, let's do this. Sit down. I'm going to teach this. And we're going to go <laughs> yeah, some this methodology. And I was like, feeling like a teacher, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I never thought I was going to be like in this point of my life where I am a coach because who will think that you can actually make a job uh, out of helping others and giving them advice and listening to them and encouraging them and empowering girls and also boys and stuff. And it was thanks to a coach that actually is from the United States, Sophie Kish. I love you if you're hearing this. Um, I was in a very low point in quarantine these past months and I was like dealing with a lot of family problems and I was dealing like also with like anxiety attacks and stuff like that and we reached out she contacted me we started chatting and she's a coach and she was like you know what you know what Paulina and I was like what Sophie I'm going to give you a full scholarship for my coaching program and I'm like wait what her scholarship program, it's really expensive. And right in that point of my life, I, I was dealing with money problems. So I'm like, Sophie, I don't have the money like to pay you. She was like, I don't care. This is a full scholarship. It's the first one that I'm going to give. And it's for you. And I was like, oh my God, thank you very much. And she actually saved me. And she showed me um, that you could help others and that I could use this empathy ability that I have to help others. And she helped me to structure all my ideas and the content. And she was like, you're ready. You can help others and you should start doing that because this is kind of your purpose in life. So she showed me this way. And after all these 10 weeks program, I was graduated and certificate to be a coach. So that's how I started doing that. And 
wow, it changed my life. I feel like, wonderful. I, yeah, that's amazing. And um, she she saw a potential in you. She saw that that's your purpose of life. And I feel like every one of us needs a little push. You know, that we start doing something that we're passionate about or that we're really good at. Um, and then we're like, okay, I can do that. So she she was basically that for you. She she helped you, which is amazing. Yeah, and not also that. I think like also, because you're my friend and I know you. I mean, maybe I don't know you for a super long time, but I do know you since both of us were in high school. And I really know yeah. when someone's skilled and you got talent, girl. Like seriously, you <laughs> you're skilled to help people, you're skilled to transmit all that energy, all those emotions and all those thoughts that you have in your mind. So I actually, as Sam was saying, like, uh, actually, well, I don't know, you don't know, but the thing is like some of me, we have now an activity we've been holding since, since what, December more or less, babe? I think like, yeah. The thing is like, yeah, we we have something that is called book club day. And the thing is like Sam and me, we've never been readers. Okay. We, we were one of, yeah, we were one of those that we could start a book and it could take us a year to read like a single (laughs) book. Okay. So at the end of last year, Sam and me were like, okay, that's it. Seriously. Reading is one of the best things you can do to yourself. You can grow as a person and mentally. And we were like, let's start like not a challenge at the beginning. We saw it maybe like a challenge, but it became less an activity. And is that every time we we are always reading something, okay? And every Friday we are sharing what we read in the past week, you know. And the thing is, like, actually, this past week, some of me we were reading um, two books that are kind of motivational. Actually, I'm reading a book. It's about Daniel Goldman. It's uh, emotional intelligence, which is something. I believe everyone should learn about emotional intelligence. But the thing is, like, it was there's a chapter where Daniel is talking about it. It's talking about like every one of us we have a skill or or multiple skills. Okay, so if we don't work on them, those skills they get right behind us, and then in the future we just can't develop them. But there's not such a better thing that working on your skill because that's going to make you happy. So for example, you, if you're talented and you're skilled to help others, then that's why you're smiling right now. I mean, guys, you can see her, but Paul has been smiling the whole call. Okay. (laughs) The thing is like, that's how it feels like. That's how happiness feels like. Because of course she's doing something she really loves and it's not, not hard for her. So that gives her happiness. She feels complete and that's one of the most important things and also besides if she's helping other people to find that happiness to find what that thing that really passionates them and of course she's making an impact in the world and she's making the world better I just can't imagine what Pao's heart is feeling right now she's working on what she loves and she's helping others that I don't see any better thing any better thing you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's true. It's real. Like seriously, I think that's that's what we should look for. Because literally, we should look what for what it makes us happy. And at the end, literally, we're gonna find little planet, and we're gonna we're gonna find like a, a whole calmness that we're gonna live with it. And it's, it's amazing. Of course, we all have gifts. I think that each of us has a light inside of ourselves it's, it's like a, a fire and it's a small sometimes and sometimes it's hidden in in some part of us but when you recognize that light that you have that fire and you see it and you're like wow i this is my gift and and when you start giving that fire and that light to others and that's what I like to do to help others to ignite their fire, their own light. It's, it's amazing because we, we are made to share ourselves with others. That's where this, the secret of happiness is, I think. That's when we're going to feel fulfilled. Like you're going to be like, it doesn't matter that I'm not a millionaire. It doesn't matter that I don't have this expensive car or whatever. If I am taking my light and recognizing my talents and my gifts and giving them to others. That's the secret. 
that's a secret for for a happy life and and to do that and to find that i think is the main goal of all of us because we're not designed to be in the routine and just wake up work in the computer in the cell phone in the social media and then go back to sleep and do that the next day and the next day and the next day and then boom, suddenly you're dead yeah exactly. that's too boring and then or when you're six years old you're like but wait how what happened to my life my life just passed in a second I don't know what I did in my life I never it's just like so bizarre and as you said recognize your light and help others inspire others because that's gonna fulfill you more than working eight nine hours a day behind your computer and not have time for family friends holidays whatever and other people around you not necessarily your friends also people that you know or that you might not know but you could help them but just because you you didn't recognize your talent your light and you didn't use it the way you should yeah and it, I'm not saying it's going to be easy <laughs> of course, of course not. Not. I don't know. it's going to be hard actually it's going to be really hard and sometimes you're going to feel really alone in the way and sometimes you have to you will have to do a lot of sacrifices and you will have to work on, on weekends and you will have to say no to parties and you will have to select really carefully like the people that you want around you because they have a huge impact on you so i'm not going i'm not saying that it's going to be easy but it's totally totally worth it and it's okay a lot of people are going to tell you that you can't we we hear a lot of can'ts and no's in our lives since we're little kids you know you want to do something like, like no and you do something like no you can't do this and as a girl there are a lot of cans that you shouldn't do been doing this oh my god yes no mm-hmm. of course and especially also it has to be a lot with with culture mainly here in yes. mexico for example if you ask sam she maybe she received less cans than maybe you did when you were a child you know definitely it has no. to be with culture i i don't I never received a can from my parents or my other other family members when I was little, unless if I did like a stupid thing that probably I could hurt myself. Fine, that one I understand. But they always used to tell me, oh, yes, you can do this. You can do this. You're um, capable enough. You're smart enough. That's how our mentality here is. But compared to to Mexico there's like no girl can do this she can't wear this she can't say this or whatever I'm like but but why you know I don't it's just mind-blowing how different we all are I mean how different our cultures are yeah and I, I really feel everything that you're saying because when I was a little girl you know I have a, a loud voice <laughs> And sometimes I can speak like really quickly. Uh, it feels like I'm rapping sometimes when I'm speaking Spanish when I'm excited. And sometimes I I'm going to start like um, talking with a lot of emotion. I'm like, yeah, let's do this, and I scream a lot, and people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So when I was like a little girl, uh, a lot of my family were like, hey, Pau, no, 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 you have to lower your voice. You have to make it a little bit softer <laughs> because girls talk like this, you know? You have to start no. talking like this. In lo- and sometimes you don't have to scream and you have to remain silent because some things you can, like, have an opinion. You have to stay silent and hear others. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And, and I was trying to listen to them because you're, you're, you're small, you're a little girl and you're like, they're your parents, they're your family and you have like, oh, I have to, to listen to them. They should be right, of course, of course. But then I was like, that's not okay. And and I right now I was like, I'm like, you should embrace your voice and you have to to use it you have to speak out loud you have something to say you should say it and and if i speak and i shout a lot and i speak really fast this is who i am and we shouldn't be like shame of our voices and to feel that label of a girl or being feminine because it's just a label 
because I also I love sports and I have been in sports all my life and I was in box and I was in white tie and I was like I also love cars and I love speed and they were like oh no 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 a girl shouldn't know about cars you you shouldn't know how to do this and that's not a, a sports for girls why are you boxing you are too pretty you are too whatever you're too skinny to be in, in boxing you know and I was like you start like seeing all this kind of stuff and we we need to start breaking with that because I know it's not our parents' fault or our family's fault. It's the society. Like it, yeah. yeah. It's the it's kind of the fault. beliefs that they grew up with. But we have to start changing them uh, a little by little by these ideas. And that's why I love to empower girls because we need girls to step to give a step, to use their voice, to speak louder because we have something to say and it's okay to be your own definition of girl and you can be a girl in an environment full of boys and it's okay, you can be the best in the group. It doesn't matter if it's the school, it doesn't matter if it's a career full of boys like engineering or something like that. It doesn't matter like in your work, you're the only girl because that happens to me a lot. Sometimes I'm the only girl and the youngest of all the table. And that's intimidating, but that's okay because you 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 own the spot and you work hard for it. So take it. No, but um, I feel like everything starts when when you're little because they tell you, oh, pink is for girls, blue is for boys. Girl has to play with dolls, boy has to play with cars, you know. But I feel like now new generations, I mean younger generations like us, we're gonna of course raise our children different. But as you said, we need to be a voice for those girls who are, let's say, still scared to speak or to raise their voice just because they were raised like that, but it's not their fault. And I think that's amazing that you're helping them and you're empowering them, especially um, in a society or like in a culture, like Mexican one, that they still put labels on girls and they're like, oh, you're a girl, you can do this, or you're a girl you can be a CEO of a company, whatever, you know? Um, you should marry this guy because that, he has that, money. That's so, that, that's so stupid. Like, seriously. I know. That's actually... Um, I have My family is from Bosnia. That's another country in Europe. It, it's not part of European Union. Um, and I consider that country as a third world country compared to... Um, European Union countries and my all my girl cousins they got married really young at like 19 and got and get, they got married they had children why because the society told them like you have to get married and if you're by the time you're 25 and you don't have at least one kid you're an old lady no one's gonna marry you you're gonna stay alone forever like what the hell with cats yeah with cats or dogs and my sadly my family still like that because they they don't know better you know they still put labels on girls and sadly you know whenever i go to visit my my family and my cousins um some of them regret marrying the husband they did and and having the life they did because they now realize they could have had a better opportunity of life if they would have waited and not listened to society sadly yeah uh, that's really sad and i think that's something we need to be more aware of and start like breaking with it because so, and it's also for boys it's like your value depends if you have someone by your side if you're alone like you're a woman only if you have a handsome rich man in your side and if you don't have it you have like to be this trophy wife bro what and also for guys guys feel like they don't have value if they don't have a girlfriend yeah no definitely <laughs> i felt that seriously i felt and also that. I feel like for for guys, they for men, they put the label, oh, men has to be a strong one. They don't have to show their feelings and all those things. He has to provide for the family. Imagine how, how 
men they you know and if they don't achieve that of course it leads to depression they're disappointed and everything just like with girls because every time it's like oh because you're a girl you can do this because you're a girl you can do this and then girls feel like oh but so men is more worth than a girl you know I'm less worth because I'm a girl or my parents love my brother more because he's a guy yeah it's so sad basically like literal society i think like society has led us to a point that i mean thanks god actually things are changing now as you already said like literally younger generations were changing the way of thinking but sadly there's still some parts of the world in every country living there to say in every country where literally still girls are seen as let's say like the weak gender and as spouse as you were saying like seriously like for girls, literally, the, if so, I mean, society tells them, like, if you don't have a rich man, handsome, strong, tall, and everything, <laughs> then you're not worth it. And also, it's the same for guys. I can, I can even tell you, like, literally, look, during teenage years, it's very hard for guys because the thing is, like, we start feeling like, oh, at least to me, that I wasn't really, like, the popular, well, at the beginning, you know, at middle high school, more or less, when I was between 12 and 15, more or less, 16, I wasn't literally any related to a, pop- a popular guy literally i was seeing how all guys around me they were getting girlfriends and girlfriends and i couldn't even get someone and everything and i used to feel so bad and depressed because i was like i'm not worth it no one loves me i'm not gonna find anyone and you know a serious like number of steps that you're giving and you're making yourself feel like so so in pain and that you feel like you are not worth it at all that you say like i'm not capable enough of doing anything and now actually i can even say like literally i'm so thankful that i was like that because thanks to that i was actually able to there to have this you know a long distance relationship that if you ask myself of 12 years old that and if i go back in time and i tell myself a 12 years old i'm like do it when you are 23, you're going to have a girlfriend that lives 10,000 kilometers away from you. I'm going to be like, dude, I can't even get a girlfriend in my same classroom. How the hell am I supposed to do that? But that's the thing. That's the thing of getting mature enough and growing and start believing in yourself. That's why we were so interested in hearing why to, I mean, why, but how to encourage girls to do that. And actually, I think like, Yes, it's a, it's a job of girls, but also it's a job of guys because we need to understand that you're capable of not of doing things even better than us. And also that could, that could be a way of pushing us also to get better and better so both genders, they can do the best we can, which is something I think it will make the world much, much better. Of course, and this is something that I always talk about. We're not alone in this fight because we are together as a society and we need both of us, both genders to start working together because only together we're going to make a huge impact because if we, we, when we divide ourselves and we're like, no, this is my fight. Don't, don't mess with my fight. This is not yours to, to talk about it or to do something about it. It's not, actually it is because you have a mother and you have sisters, and you have friends that are girls, you know? So you're you're involved with girls all the time, so we need guys and girls to start working together and start to break in these, like, limiting beliefs and to start, like, making consciousness about this because just working together, we're going to make a huge impact and we're going to start, and our relationships are going to be better because... We're going to make difference in our schools and we're going to make a difference in our families. And then we're going to make a difference in the workforce and business and in all the different spheres of life. So we need to start working together because we all have our own voices to use. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's totally related to the thing we were saying at the beginning of the episode. It's OK to be different doesn't matter if you're like, <laughs> like literally there we have a, an insane joke Sam and me because the thing is like she always tells me you're so different yeah. in your family oh like literally God. the way you think you behave <laughs> you speak literally so different even so ridiculous that she tells me you even have a different accent which is something so ridiculous and stupid but the thing is like she always tells me you're you're so different 
And at the beginning, I told you, I thought it, I was wrong. But the thing it's is, like, okay it's okay to be, to be different. So if we are different, yeah, and every one of us, we start being different and different, then it's going to be a multicultural place, a multicultural uh, world, which is going to be amazing. So for all of you guys that you're listening to us, if you still have the beliefs that you, I mean, a girl is going to be with you and because she needs you and because you are literally the colony of the family and because literally you're the main person and decisions are only taken by you. You start, you should start changing the way of thinking because literally girls is the way they're working right now. Dude, if you you don't get your things together and you start changing your mind, they're going to be way better than you. So you should support them. And I think like that, that there will be actually a really huge message for all of you guys that you're listening to us, guys and girls. Literally, we are here, as Pau said, to support each other, to grow. And there's not a better way to start doing it by accepting all the differences and trying to, you know, to help each other on this. Yeah, to find like a balance, you know, the, the balance that we need and break those stigmas that guys are the strong ones, they don't show emotions, they're the head of the family and the girls are the weak, they need a man, they they can't do things because there are girls, no, no. And I feel like we as younger generation generations, we're gonna like break that stigma. And of course, as Paul said, we need both genders you know, to, to achieve that. Cause not only guys on the, by themselves, they won't do that. And girl, I mean, they, it wouldn't be as effective and also girls on their own as well. So I agree. Exactly. Definitely. And well, how, um, we are starting arriving to the end of this episode. So we would like to, we would like to give you a space, um, couple of minutes, you take how many years you need and as you want. But we want to give you a, a space to say something to people. What would you like to people to hear from you at the end of this episode? How do you want to impact people at the end of this episode? After all the different topics that we had talked about, actually, because they were a lot and we we're super happy, actually. What would, you, what would you like to leave as a last message to all of those people that are listening to you right now? Okay, thank you. Well, first of all, guys, thank you very much for investing your time here in this amazing podcast with this amazing couple that is teaching us something that is really valuable to be in a long-distance relationship. Being there, done that, it was really hard for me. So thank you for giving all your knowledge and your experience to others because it's really valuable. We need more people talking about that and how to build strong and healthy, healthy because right now <laughs> toxic is really popular in toxic relationships and you see TikToks and stuff that are like romanticizing and like telling, oh, this is amazing. And it's not, it's not. People, <laughs> toxic relationships are not okay. <laughs> so you can see this amazing couple as an amazing example of a healthy relationship with a big challenge that is being apart. So listen to them, invest your time in their episodes because mm, they are thank great. You. Really <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this space. And I think that will, my message will be, I know that vulnerability can be terrifying. I know that your emotions can scare the shit out of you. I know that being yourself can be also really terrifying and to be judged. And sometimes people are going to judge you in ways that really hurt you. So I know that, but I also want you to, I want you to say that it's okay to be scared, but do it anyways. You're going to regret all your life, you just don't start being yourself right now. So start showing up. Or start putting your heart in everything you do. Because you're going to impact others. And you're going to leave a mark on them. So you have to, to think, how do you want to be remembered? When you died, how do you leave this world? Do you make it a little bit better? Did you help others? What was your message? So forget about excuses, forget about fears, forget about money, forget about what your family says, forget about what your teacher says. There is nothing that is impossible. There are no impossibles. 
everything is possible if you believe that it's possible. So don't listen to them. Be brave. Embrace your journey. Trust the process. And start showing up and start putting your heart in everything and recognize your emotions. They're valid. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, to, to be angry. It's okay to be passionate. It's okay. Everything. It's okay. It's okay to feel because feeling is a, a sh it's showing us that we are humans. Humanity is emotions. It's part of us. So stop trying to hide them. Start loving yourself as the way you are with the good things and the bad things. You have to start embracing the duality that you have, your past, your scars, everything that you are, good and bad, makes you beautiful. And you are beautiful. And you have a big mission here on earth. So please, don't don't listen to what the society says. Don't start feeling low because of what you see in social media. Trust yourself. Start one step at a time, one punch at a time, one round at a time. Just as Rocky says, that is one of my favorite favorite movies. <laughs> I love him. I love him. One day at a time, guys. One day at a time, and it's going to be worth it. And you're going to get. Whatever you want, you have to start climbing that mountain. And if you get into the top of the mountain, go out and find a biggest mountain <laughs> because that's life and you have to fight for you and you have to fight for your dreams. So everything is possible and you're amazing and you're magic. So don't worry about being different. Don't worry about if they call you crazy. Don't worry about if they call you intense. Own that labels. They don't define you. You define yourself. And that's the only thing that matters. Perfect. Amazing. Um, amazing. I think <laughs> all of us guys, uh, Sammy and all of you guys that you're listening to us, I think we have a huge homework that we're going to start working yes. on it right away. Because seriously, um, I think Pau has so many things to share. I think... She um, she has a huge way ahead of her. She I don't I don't think that she even imagines how far she's gonna get. So um, I think guys, we all have a homework to work on, to believe in ourselves, and to hear our own voice, as Paul was saying. So Paul, thank you so much for for being here thank you so much for accepting the invitation it's an honor for us for sam and me for lava ladijones to host you as our very seriously first guest of the whole podcast it's seriously an honor we are incredibly happy we know you're gonna get so far that i, I don't think you imagine that i don't think you don't even have a conception of how far you're gonna get so Seriously, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And of course, guys, um, in the description, you're going to find all social media to Pau, her Instagram. We're going to put her <laughs> TED Talk. For those of you, because of course we know that there are people that listen to us in the US, Canada, France, Ireland, Pierce, we send you a huge hug. We know that it's you, the <laughs> one that listens to us in Ireland. Um, the TED Talk is in, in Spanish, but of course you can use the subtitles in English that YouTube provides. I already tried them. They are pretty accurate. So we really suggest you to listen to it. For those of you of Mexico, Spain, and the other countries that they speak Spanish, com completely recommend it. Like seriously, don't doubt about it. <laughs> completely recommend it. They're going to be the best. I think 15 minutes, more or less. I remember quite well how it how long it lasts. I think it's like between 15, something like that, minutes. It was something like yeah, that. Yeah, like literally okay, it yeah. doesn't take you long. And believe us, it's going to be an investment you're going to do in your life. So again, thank you so much, Pau. And well, I'm going to pass the voice to Sam now. Well, also, thank you from my part. It was an honor to have you as the first guest on our podcast. Um, and... As Felipe said, uh, go guys, listen to her TED Talk. Um, it's, it's amazing. You can learn a lot from her. And also, um, 
as Felipe said, you I think that's just the start of your journey because you have a lot to share. You have a lot of you know you have a lot of potential to impact people and keep doing the things you're doing because you're really, really, really good at them. And yeah, it was an honor to have you here. Thank you very much, guys, for having me. It's an honor to be the first guest in your podcast. You're amazing. I admire you. Thank you very much for the space. Thank you very much for the trust that you gave me to talk here with you. Sorry, guys, if my English is not perfect. I'm sorry. It's been a while since I practiced. <laughs> we like are not a, no, we are not <laughs> English, okay. English speakers, so don't worry. But thank you very much okay. for, for everything. And I'm here for you, always. Thank you so much, Pau. We are pretty short and maybe we're going to have you in future episodes back again. So, of course. Of course. Now we have to. Yeah, of course. And guys, thank you so much to you for listening to us. We hope you had found very, but seriously useful um, information on this episode. Don't forget, please, to follow us on, on Instagram. Please subscribe to YouTube, to the YouTube channel we have that we just started like two weeks ago. It's a new thing. So thank you so much. Thank you for the support. Don't forget to share. And once again, in the description of this episode, you're going to find all the social media of Pau. So you can go, you can support her, follow her and everything. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. And we hope to have you here back next Friday with a new topic. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.